Welcome to the Project Fitness Podcast for fitness professionals and fitness enthusiasts who want to be better at life. Fitness is the greatest investment of anyone's life. However, it's not easily obtained, and anyone who says different is just plain wrong. Join award-winning personal trainer and strength conditioning coach Chris Fudge every Monday as he explores all aspects of fitness that can lead you to your optimal health. If you want to learn useful, practical how-tos of weight loss, exercise science, nutrition, or just how to optimize your time in the gym and life, this show is for you. Welcome back to the Project Fitness Podcast, 10-Minute How-Tos, and today we are going to learn how to protein. But first, I want to give a large shout-out to you, the people supporting the podcast. I'd like to say thank you for all the love I've received to date, whether you've shared the podcast on social media, sent it to a friend, a friend's in need of some of the topics we discussed, if you wrote a review on the Apple podcast, or you just said thank you by buying me a coffee on the website, projectfitness.ca. All of it is more fuel to motivate me to produce better content and get better guests on the show to help more people. And truly, I'm thankful for that. So thank you. Small reminder, if you're interested in getting a free customized supplement protocol from our supplement pro head, over at projectfitness.ca, click the work with me, click the supplement pro logo, and someone will reach out. Now, let's learn all about protein. We're gonna learn what it is, why you need it, how much do you need, how to get more in the diet. So let's start off with what is protein? Now, when discussing protein, we're talking about the food protein. In fact, here's a fudge fact for you. Protein comes from the Greek word proteos meaning primary or first place. Hmm, interesting. It's often known as the source of fat loss and the source of muscle gain. It's the one macronutrient that has to exist when you're striving for better health. So protein, what is it? All whole foods contain different combinations of amino acids. In general, animal proteins like meat, dairy, eggs, they all contain essential amino acids. These are called complete proteins. Other plant foods like beans, grains, nuts, they're rich in some amino acids, but they may be low in other ones. So they don't have that complete protein that you'll find with animal products. But combining a range of protein-containing plant foods usually ensures a good balance of amino acids. Now, the great debate is always out there. If you're a vegetarian, do you get enough protein? If you're vegan, do you get enough protein? Do you know how many people I see just like walking around whose diet consists of fast food where they're not getting enough of anything? and they're getting too much of everything they don't need, and they're surviving. It is very possible. I don't know if there is an absolute exact that everybody needs of everything. I think that we are malnourished in some areas. We are over-consuming in other areas. But the human body is a magnificent creation. We can sustain so much. Think about it from an evolutionary standpoint. Some of us can live reproduce, have generations of more people and adapt to the climate with enough time. Some people can live in places that are very, very hot. Your skin changes. Your tolerance to the sun changes. Same with the opposite. If you live up north, all of a sudden your diet is completely different and you'll adapt to eating differently based on where you live. The human species is so adaptable. So you can live off McDonald's. You just look like you live off McDonald's and you feel like you live off McDonald's. So when it comes to protein, there are multiple sources. Now, let's talk about how much protein do you need. When you dissect the literature on protein requirements, you'll find, you know, based on averages, 
So a good rule of thumb for maintaining existing muscle is to eat roughly around 0.8 to 1 gram of protein per pound of body weight. So we'll say lean body weight or lean muscle mass. It's a good rule of thumb. So if you're about 150 pounds, you would probably do well eating between 120 grams to 150 grams of protein a day. And if you wanted to build muscle, you might need a little bit more than that. But some people can build muscle 120 at 150. And I would argue that the majority of people are not consuming enough as it is. Well, I read in some literature 1.2 to 1.5 grams per pound of body fat. And then, you know, my go-to is always, have you tried it? Anytime someone says something like, that's a lot of problem, like, have you tried it? Have you actually tried it? Because what ends up happening is when you start consuming protein at those higher amounts, you don't eat as much of any other things because of the thermal effect that has on it, because of the satiation effect that has on it, because of the balancing blood sugar levels of protein has. I consumed 270, 300 grams of protein, which is a combination of muscle meat and animal organs for a duration, and I survived. Didn't get scurvy, had good bowel movements, you know, my liver's good, like everything's fine. You, you can do it, but then it's like you're not eating other stuff. So take that in consideration. This is not a large amount of protein for people. And most people I work with, when they undereat or they don't eat enough protein, guess what they tend to eat? More of other things that are usually calorically dense and leads to gaining body fat. So that's about how much protein you need. Now let me tell you a little story. When I was a young fella, I was getting into fitness. And for Christmas, I asked Santa Claus, aka Papa Fudge, to get me a tub of protein. And he's like, yeah, sure. I don't understand what it's about, but he wants for Christmas. So that's, that's the gift. So I got my tub of protein. And it was from your supplement store that you'll find in most malls. And it was their brand. And it said, you know, consume um, two to four scoops a day for muscle building. So here I am, about 125 pounds. And I say, listen, I want to be jacked. I want to be huge. I want to be mass enormous. So why would I only take two to four a day? I want to be bigger. So I probably have to consume more. And then I also said, I don't have the time to be sitting there having shakes multiple times a day. So I'm just going to do it all at once. So what I did was I took six scoops, 40 grams of protein per scoop. And I put it in a blender. I said, I don't want to eat that with water. I'm going to throw in a bunch of milk. So I threw in a bunch of milk and it was still super thick. So I threw in more milk. And then I'm sitting there with my giant blender with 240 grams of protein. And that's without milk. And then I drank it and it took me a long time, but I drank it. And then as soon as I finished it, I passed out. I fell asleep. I was like unconscious. I just lied on the couch and just like my body's like, what are you doing? And um, I woke up and my stomach was not happy. So I learned very quickly that you can't digest that much protein at one time. I don't recommend getting all your protein in one specific meal. Now, we didn't even talk about why you want to have protein. Like, what is it going to do for your body? Well, you want to lose weight. You want to build muscle. Usually a higher protein diet than what you're currently doing helps. It helps because protein is a building blocks through amino acids of muscle hypertrophy or protein synthesis, increasing muscular size. Also, it's very satiating, so you tend not to overeat on other things. So if you want to lose body fat, it's very beneficial for that. Protein also acts as an immune booster. So people who go to the gym usually have better immune systems than people who don't. That could be a combination of things. But one is they tend to ingest more protein 
the non-gym goers, your post-workout protein shake. And consumptions of higher amount of protein do aid in a stronger amount of immunity. It's pretty popular time right now to have a strong immunity. So there's another reason to probably consume more protein than you already are. So now, how do we get more protein in your diet? I would identify how much do you need and then prioritize that throughout your meals. So let's say you are a 150 pound person and your goal is to lose body fat. And you want to be on the low end of the recommended amount. So that's looking at about 120 grams. I say about, you go 110 on a Monday, you go 130 on a Tuesday, you're still averaging 120. So over a seven day cycle, look at trying to average around that. And you're not going to be perfect, but you want to be close. Close gets you pretty far. So if I want to have about 120 grams of protein a day, and I'm only eating three times a day, that's 40 grams of protein at a meal. Could be a lot. So in context, eggs are a great source of protein if you can digest them. So let's go with a large egg, seven grams of protein per egg. So for breakfast, if you want 40 grams of protein, you need to eat five and a half eggs. That's a lot of your 150 pounds. One substitute that you could do, and I have a lot of my clients do, is I have them ingest red meat for breakfast. Red meat in the morning, because red meat is protein dense, and it's not that cal calorically dense either. So example is you could have five and a half to six ounces of steak in the morning, and that's around 40 grams of protein. You know, chicken is very similar, where, you know, about four or five ounces of chicken can get about 40 grams of protein. Um, but chicken just is not very satiating first thing in the morning as well. So People tend to gravitate towards eating red meat. It's easier for them to do. But then for others, you can always do what's called a combo protein, CP. I like people doing things like two eggs. Okay, now I got 14 grams of protein. Then you could add in something like two protein pancakes. My friends over at packedproteinpancakes.com. For a couple of pancakes, you can get like 26 grams of protein. So two eggs and a couple of pancakes, and all of a sudden you're there. If your digestive system allows it, adding cottage cheese, or Greek yogurt, natural yogurt to your breakfast can also increase your protein content. Now, if you don't like having a big protein dense breakfast, you're missing out. It is going to set your hormones for the day. It is going to keep your blood sugar levels balanced. It's going to keep you satiated. If it's red meat in the morning, the creatine that's found in there is also great for brain function. So you're going to be more alert, more efficient, and you're going to have stronger willpower. Those are all great reasons of protein first thing in the morning at a high amount. And let's be honest, when we get up in the morning, we have way more willpower than towards the end of the day. So it's not a good idea to go all day and, be, and then you have to go to bed and you're like, oh, I still need to get 60 grams of protein and what am I going to do? So that's a simple way to go about it. And lastly, I'll give you my last tip for, for breakfast first thing in the morning to get more protein in is protein hamburgers. Make your own burgers. Do a bunch on the barbecue. Do them in the oven. Throw some spices in there. Make them flavorful. And then that is your breakfast. Who wouldn't want to have a hamburger for breakfast? If I'm talking just hamburger meat, by the way. You're not smashing pickles and mustard and mayonnaise and buns on there and melting some cheese and throwing some bacon. I'm talking just the meat. Now, if you're not going to eat three meals a day and you're going to eat four or five, so say three major meals, a couple snacks, jerky's great. Sources of beef jerky are phenomenal. Adding things like shrimp that are almost zero fat. Calorically, there's nothing in them pretty much. I call it the celery of the animal world. But shrimp is a great source of protein that you can add in with your lunch, with shrimp stir fries. You can add in your dinner, a couple shrimps on the side. It does add up over time to increase your protein content. The other thing you could do is you could have a meal replacement protein shake. What I suggest is you use protein shakes to supplement, not to take the place. 
So I'm not a fan of protein shakes for breakfast, but I am a, a fan of if someone can't eat three meals a day of 40 grams of protein, but they could eat three meals of 25 grams of protein, they make up the difference by having a shake later in the day as a snack or they add it after their workout. Ooh, so three meals a day plus a protein shake after a workout, easily hitting the numbers they want to be hitting. And you can measure the amount of protein you have when you scoop it out and you put it in your thing. So if you need one and a half scoops, take one and a half scoops. Now just lastly, how to understand if you are eating enough protein. Sorry, lastly, to understand if you're eating too much protein, you will see side effects like gas, digestion issues, bloating, uh, the diarrhea. You know, if you're climbing up a ladder and you hear someone splatter, like you've probably eaten too much protein because you're just not digesting it. Quick story. We use pea protein and rice protein in my house for protein powders for myself and then also for my little kids. One day, we didn't have any. So we were going to make them some smoothies in the morning. And I said, oh, I got some I got some other protein in the back there that I got from a, a GN community. And a couple scoops in the shake. It was all good to go. And then give them to the kids. And then we're out the door. Maybe 20 minutes later, they're like, Daddy, I going to use the bathroom. Oh, can you hold on? And the other one's like, Daddy, I already use the bathroom too. And we're like, oh no. Had to pull over, quickly get into a gas station, and then right through them. And it was a big eye-opener for me because I was trying to give them some protein to make them better, healthier. And what ended up happening was I gave them a source of protein powder that they don't digest. And they got healthy, healthy little stomachs. But I put in there a generic brand of protein. And then right away I knew that is not going to be good for them. But when I gave them things like pea protein, rice protein, they digest that no problem. There's no bloating. There's no digestive issues. They tell me it tastes good. So just to recap here, we talked about what protein is. Why do you need it? How much do you need? That magic number 0.8 to 1 gram per pound of body weight. And then how do you get it into the diet and simple ways to go about it? So that is my 10-minute how-to protein. If you like that, be sure to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you download these. And then lastly, if you're interested in getting um, high-quality medical-grade protein that digests super easy, head over to the website, projectfitness.ca, click work with me, find Supplement Pro, click on that, and then we'll get in touch with you to set you up for some good protein to help you with your recovery, your training, and reaching those goals. Thanks so much, everyone. Never stop learning because life never stops teaching. If you've learned at least one thing from this podcast and your mission is to help other people, please share this podcast with them. And a reminder, we will be releasing one episode every Monday for the entire year. So make sure to hit subscribe so you get the updated information as soon as possible. Today is the first day of the rest of your life. And thank you so much for allowing me to be part of it.